listeners and welcome to another episode of Testify on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. I am Ingrid Carly Moses and yes, it's Monday night again. And not only is it Monday night, it is the 31st of August 2020. Listeners, I say this every week, but I just I just have to because every week it just feels like the week has just zoomed past, you know. Um, and here we are at the end of another month. Um, still part of the COVID-19 um, sort of time period, the pandemic. Um, at least we've lifted to level two now here in South Africa. And things have definitely changed. Not only has it changed in terms of the economy opening up again, but listeners, I do believe that there's been a change in all our lives, regardless of whether, you know, we feel that it's been for the better or for the worse. Um, and if it has been for the worse, I certainly hope that our time together this evening will help you to shift that into a more positive space. So thank you so much for listening and tuning in, regardless of where you might be. This also is, this um, edition, or at least this uh, program, is also now on podcast. So if you are um, listening via podcast, I thank you too for accessing uh, the uh, podcast of Testify Ministry and being a listener. And I hope that you will be blessed by what we share this evening. Listeners, this evening I have another guest, and her name is Candace Hankey. Candace and I met last year, around about October. Um, and you know, when you meet someone, there's just a connection. And like I was saying to, to my other friend yesterday, there's just a sense of a spiritual connection, not just a connection of I know who you are and you know who I am. And that is has been the connection for Candace and myself. I'm going to allow Candace to say good evening to you all 
and to introduce herself. So Candice, good evening and welcome to Testify. Well, good evening listeners. Um, I am so happy and grateful and honored to be part of uh, this program to, tonight. Um, and Ingrid, uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. Um, I think that one thing that I can say is that it's amazing how God works in, in you know, we expect him to work in big ways, but he also works in the small ways, in every single detail. Um, and it was really amazing the one day when when you came around to Hope Church and we had a coffee and as you're saying, instant connection. Um, so I just feel really honored and blessed to, um, to be part of this evening. And yes, um, as you mentioned, there's, there's quite a lot that um, we can be grateful for during this time. Um, but there's also, um, you know, a few things that, that join us just in terms of, of our, our hurts as well. So, um, you know, I love the fact that you've got Testify um, as a program that allows people to actually just listen in to each other's stories because that is where we find um, our connection, like we found uh, when we met um, Ingrid. So I'm, I'm really happy about that. So who am I? I'm a mom uh, to a daughter, 10-year-old daughter. Her name is Jenna, Jenna Rose. Uh, she certainly is the rose or the flower of my life. Um, and then there's also, um, I'm also married, I'm married to Alan Hankey, and um, yes, God has really certainly blessed me with a very good partner in life, and I'm also a leadership um, coach, and very specifically, um, I've got a very special heart for women, women in leadership, and also um, looking at helping people um, improve or increase their leadership ability, specifically um, coaching in executive presence, uh, things like communication, gravitas, and influential skills, and, and helping people manage their, their personal brand. So it's been quite a journey, I must admit, um, and there's a lot of things that God has led me through during my life to get me to a place where I feel that um, I've got something to offer in this field, and, um, and I allow him to just use, use me, um, you know, in... in in his path of, of, um, of developing others. So I'm really, really excited about this evening and spending this time with you. Thank you, Candice. That was really nice of you to um, also, you know, extend the connection of our meeting and uh, sharing with the listeners who you are and what you do. Candice, so yes, we met at, at Hope Church and we were there, um, you know, at a particular event where our heart was in the same place. And as you're saying, many a times that's what's been happening in our connection with each other. You were talking about um, the fact that you are a coach and that you love working with women, or at least that's a dominant focus of yours. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me just what have you been experiencing during this time of COVID-19 with regards to your work? Work and your ministry because your work is also your ministry yes my work is definitely my ministry it's an interesting um an interesting thing or, or, or turn of events that's happened um in actual fact i'm also on radio i'm on heartbeat fm um and one of the things that that happened just prior to COVID is or COVID 19 was that um i was interviewed um on on clifford sheldon's um show which is called chosen to change and then um, he asked me, why don't you just stay? So I became, <laughs> so I became a co-host. So I'm a co-host on Heartbeat FM with Cliff and Sheldon and Lisa Stribble. And it's an interesting one because it, was, it started off as, um, as a, a program looking at life coaching, which it still is. 
but it's amazing that during this time that God has spoken to us very specifically about um, using that platform uh, for coaching, but for coaching based on the word of God. Um, because, you know, there's many, there's many different um, coaches out there that look at different focuses. But I think that this is really a time where God is calling us very, very um, near to himself. Um, because there's many different uh, things that influence uh, coaching philosophy. Um, but I do believe that, that um, the word of God has got a very strong place in uplifting spirits and minds and hearts right now. Um, so I have found that as I've been walking a journey myself during this time and a, a journey of, of uh, some loss, um, friends that have, have, um, have been taken as a result of COVID-19 and it has had an impact um, on me as well personally from that perspective. Um, but also a uh, loss from a financial point because I think people are quite um, when, it, when it comes to the, the careers, they may have lost quite a lot during this time as well. So I think that one of the things that God has been taking me through is you cannot be there and coach others unless you have walked a journey yourself. And so this journey of empathy has been quite, um, quite significant for me right now, uh, Ingrid. So, so yes, I think that this time is one. You should actually just like, I've, I've walked with my eyes wide open and look for the beauty and look for the lessons beyond what I see with my natural eyes. And it's amazing how things have become so clear to me. Um, they say that beauty lies in the eye of the beholder. And, um, and so even through uh, the COVID, um, the, 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 the things that we see in COVID that um, seems to talk about lack, um, you still have the opportunity to see the beauty and the blessings beyond the lack. Absolutely, Candice. And um, I th that's what I was mentioning when we started off this evening, is that, you know, people have gone through this time in, in cycles, I think, you know, there's been times mm. where there's been like a real loss, like you've mentioned, there's fear, um, but at the same time, there's opportunity that's also sprung up. And uh, it is about the way we look at it. So thank you for that reminder and for your testimony about the fact that we, we it's actually about looking at through the spiritual eyes as well. And especially if we are followers of Jesus Christ and mm. we know that the, our hope lives in him. And uh, I think this is a good opportunity to, to play our first song. And uh, as per your selection, it is You Say by Lauren Daigle. And it's so appropriately, you know, for all the losses, we might tend to forget whose we are, as mm. well as the fact that uh, he is our guide, our provider, our Abba Father, and our identity lies in him. And if we do find ourselves a little bit tarnished uh, in terms of our self-worth or doubt at the moment, I hope, dear listeners, that this particular song will give you some encouragement this evening. And so let's listen to You Say by Lauren Daigle.
just the sum of every high and every low Remind me once again just who I am because I need to know Welcome back, dear listeners. That was You Say by Lauren Daigle. Certainly an uplifting song and one that reminds us that uh, we need to stay focused on the Lord because that's where we draw our strength from, that uh, he's our Abba Father and we get our identity in him. My guest this evening is Candace Hankey. And just a reminder, you're listening to Testify on Eden FM. Uh, please remember that you can connect with us via Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash Testify Ministry. Please leave me um, some comments um, and uh, anything you'd like to talk about in the future. So I'm going to carry on with the conversation with Candace. Candace, so that mm -hmm. song, You Say by Lauren Daigle, had such power in it in reaching out to us during this time and I think specifically mm -hmm. also in your area of ministry um, which focuses on coaching would you mm -hmm. like to comment on that um, and and just expand on on why you selected that song mm, absolutely thank you very much for that and yes I love Lauren Bagel um, and I think that the reason why is that she she really has taken um, because in her life, she's, she's, walked a, she's, she's walked a life at times of pain, um, but she hasn't left it over there. She's tried to repurpose it <laughs> for his glory. <laughs> and so um, the words you say, you know, there's so many things that, um, that we say, that we say out loud, that we affirm over our lives. And it's so important to understand the power of what you say. You know, the word of God speaks and it says that life and death lies within the power of the tongue. And um, it brings me back a little bit to, to my testimony. When you asked me about my testimony, I thought, oh my word, which one? Because 
God has taken me through such a journey. And I'm sure that listener out there, that you feel the same way. Like if someone were to ask you about your testimony, I'm sure that God has, has given you lots of different opportunities. But this thing about you say and your words that you speak, um, it's very interesting because my journey, I mean, it started um, a while back. I was actually, somebody asked me the question, um, you know, like, where do you come from? And I actually come from, from Cape Town um, in a little place called Lotus River, which is on the Cape Flats, you know. And, um, and it's an interesting time, um, I think, in my journey because it was just um, during a time where um, the schools, you know, when the schools opened up and um, you had your, your, your different um, schools, your colored schools, black schools, white schools. And it was a very interesting time for me because that was a time when I was shaping my identity. And, um, and the, the, the one thing that, um, that I had to, to think about as well is when they opened up these, these floodgates, model C schools, etc., then you actually see yourself in relation to other kids for the very first time. Because Ingrid, I don't know about you, but I mean, like growing up during that time, um, there was still a sense of um, people being placed in boxes. Um, and then you start asking yourself the question and evaluating, okay, where do I fit into this bigger picture? And I started asking myself the question, like, you know, am I good enough? Am I good enough to do this and that and whatever? And that's the, that's the, the thing that we sit with. Um, you know, when people speak about things like, um, you know, uh, people coming out of a mindset of, 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 of lack or mindset of not good enough, we, we have to, to, to also think about the reality in which we're in, in, in um, the, the, the culture that we were born into or the environment that we were born into and how that has an impact on the way we think about ourselves as well. And that is a very real South African reality that we sit with as well. Um, so that was a journey that I've had to actually go and, and unpack um, for myself in my own mind. And so uh, when I got to tertiary education um, and when I got into the world of work, um, you constantly ask yourself the question, like, am I enough? You know, am I, am I good enough to actually go onto a global scale and, and speak with a South African voice? And even though we are not brave enough to say that in the moment, um, I don't know about other listeners out there, but um, what I was feeling at that stage is, am I good enough to actually take my voice um, to the world? And, um, and it's amazing that, you know, that God reminds us and he says, he says that we are the head and not the tail. We are above only and not beneath. And um, I think given our history and our journey that we walk, um, I think within a South African context, um, those are the types of things that kind of pop into our minds. I don't know about you, but I call this thing inside my brain, the jabber monkey. <laughs> and that jabber monkey is the main lemon culprits. Can I yes. take lemon? <laughs> it's constantly knowing, eh? constantly knowing at yourself and, and, and who you are and your self-worth and, and, you know, just chirping at the truths that you, you believe, but See, uh, you know, it, it manifests the doubt. So I absolutely understand what you are saying. 
Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. And those things that create self-doubt. Mm -hmm. And then later on in life, um, walking this journey as, as a life coach, I obviously got into psychology and started to understand certain things about, um, about uh, the brain, how the brain is, is put together, how it functions. Because if I ask you the question, who taught you how to think, Ingrid? Oh, no, I wouldn't know. I think it's exactly. just part of being. <laughs> I know. And it's not, not at school, at mm. least, you know, at none of those, those places. So when I had to learn how to think, it had an impact on how I coach now as well, because you need to actually help people get to a place where they can actually reprogram their thinking. And it's very possible to do that. But once again, needed to walk the journey myself. I had to deal with my own little monsters before I could actually help others deal with these. Mm. And so this little jabber monkey, um, I don't know if anyone has heard about this thing called imposter syndrome. And um, imposter syndrome in a nutshell is, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are. Um, like I used to come first every year um, and I had very high standards for myself. But it's, imposter syndrome is where you doubt your ability to actually do something and if you get it right you think oh my word eventually people are going to realize that I'm not that good and that I'm going to be outed because now they will see that I'm actually an imposter I'm, an, I'm a fraud because and there's a couple of people who have actually suffered from this like you know Maya Angelou brilliant brilliant woman yeah um she actually she she if I were to quote her um she said this in a quote it said I have written 11 books, but each time I think, oh no, they're going to find out now. I've run a game on everyone and they're going to find me out. And that was quoted by Maya Angelou. Can you believe that? Mm. Um, some other people would be like JLo. JLo, same story. She won, I don't know how many awards, but every single time she's about to go out on stage, she admitted that she felt she's just not enough. She would have an absolute panic attack and then she would just have to get over herself onto that stage and she literally rolls out there. And so she's admitted to these things. Another one is Lupita uh, Nyong'o. Um, she, she was in um, Black Panther, the beautiful yes, woman. Yes, yes. I know exactly right? what you're talking about. Yes, stunning. Exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. And she also suffers from this thing called imposter syndrome. Can you um, believe it? My word. So you've actually given it a name. So, oh my word. I don't, <laughs> think I, actually, I, don't, I don't think I actually wanted to find a name for it because I thought I was the only one going through it. <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what? And this is going to be an interesting uh, thing for, for our listeners is that um, it was actually found that, get this, that 70% of the world, actually, they walk with this thing called imposter syndrome and al alongside themselves, but they don't know what to call it. And it's, um, they also did a study uh, by Nat West, um, Nat West, it's called, in the UK. And they found that after asking a substantial group of women if they could consider starting their own businesses, right? Um, if they, would, if, if they could see themselves owning their own businesses, two-thirds of those respondents said that they wouldn't. And what you know what the main reason was? They said they could not because they were completely riddled with this thing called self-doubt. Wow. Can you believe that? Wow, wow. And so there, there's, there's, there's so much research about it. And I think it especially lives with women, even more so than with men. 
And um, and so yes, so these are there's a name for this thing. It's called imposter syndrome. But now that we've labeled it, mm-hmm. we know how to actually position it in our minds. So when this little jabber monkey pops up from time to time, I can put it nicely in its place. Um, because that is the thing that's gonna tell you you cannot do it. And it, ha- it, it, it uh, drives two things. The thing, first thing is pride. Like, I, you know, what are people going to think? And then the second thing is fear. So I, the fear that I'm not enough. And so because if, if you allow it to, those two things, pride and fear, it actually gets in the way of progress of any sort. Because you will never get to a place where you believe that you can actually go beyond this feeling. Isn't that something? Sure, Candice. Um, I actually don't know what to say because you uh, have just expressed, firstly, something I have been going through, like a roller coaster wow. ride. One day, you know, everything's cool and I'm all uh, fired up. And, um, you know, I also am running my own business just like you are. And uh, then the next day, I'm like at such a low again, because really, can I do this? If I deliver my work, what's, you know, what's going to be the judgment uh, on on what I'm doing? Am I good enough? And yes, as you were saying, Mm -hmm. many of us, and especially women, go through this, uh, you know, self-evaluation, self-doubt, fears. Um, But thank you. Thank you for putting it into perspective the way that you have. I think let us let us ponder on what you have said and listeners we're going to go to another song now and when we come back um, I would like to ask um, Candice some questions in terms of just how do we overcome this jabber monkey you know it's constantly (laughs) gnawing at us so let's listen to another song and this one's called look up no 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 sorry first Hello Fear by Kirk Franklin. And yes, as Candace was saying, pride and fear are the things that stand in our way most of the time in this context. So let's face that fear and uh, let us allow Kirk Franklin to encourage us through the song, Hello Fear. Hello Fear. Heart. 
Welcome back, listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses, and with me this evening is Candace Hankey, and we're having such a lovely discussion about, you know, those things that help us feel like we don't have any self-worth. And she mentioned and called it imposter syndrome, and what feeds that is doubt and fear fear. Candice, so now that we know what this is that we're dealing with and uh, what are some of the symptoms, so to speak, how can we address it? And uh, you being uh, not only just a coach, but you coach from a ministry perspective, um, how would you uh, guide the listeners in terms of how we deal with this? Mm-hmm. Well, thanks very much for that. Um, you know what? It's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing because um, when it comes to this imposter syndrome, you know, years back, if you think about the days of Moses and you think about the days of Gideon, there was nobody that spoke and said, you know, there was no angel that appeared to say, "Hey, guy, you know, um, you could be suffering with this thing called imposter syndrome." <laughs> They kind of just had to figure these things out for themselves, right? Exactly. I'm thinking, yeah, Moses standing by the burning bush, you know, where God says, I want to sing. And it's like, who me? Like, what do I have? Like, how on earth can you call me Lord? Mm-hmm. exactly and and what was his response right his mm. response when when god said listen i've identified you he said no but what about my stutter i can't even speak properly you know mm-hmm. and now you want me to go to pharaoh and say let my people go i mean what were you thinking god mm. and so if you think about it just you know he, he thought of himself as you know the fact that he he had murdered somebody he had to run away he was um missing in action for 40 years you know and with that, I mean, comes a lot of baggage that you carry with you as well. And having to know that at this point, God still wants to use me. I mean, me? <laughs> really? Yeah. And so that's the type of thing that we find in the Bible as well. Um, if you think about Gideon, look, Gideon was like in the, the you know, the threshing floor, but he actually was hiding away uh, from the Midianites. And, um, and, you know, the, the angel, when, when he spoke to him, he knew that he needed to just, he needed to call him a mighty warrior. And the reason is, it's the, the words that you speak become 
for reality. And so I don't think that that happened by mistake. I think that that is something that happened by design. And so we need to think about how we actually approach ourselves. It's almost like you need to speak yourself into this thing. Um, because, you know, and some people say, you know, this whole thing about fake it till you make it. Um, but I heard this beautiful, this woman speak about her, her battle with imposter syndrome. And she said, you, you almost have to get to a place where you fake it until you become it. Um, and so there's, there's a different way. It's, it's this thing about becoming and being okay with yourself to, to, to learn and grow and have a growth mindset to say that this journey I'm on, it's okay to fail. It's okay to fail forward, you know? So I found a, a kind of a, um, a recipe for myself, uh, which I share with people, but it's really up to them to find um, their, own, their own path. My path happens to, to be one. Uh, I call it my seven steps. Would you like to hear it? <laughs> yes, please, um, because if it's yeah. worked for you, it certainly might work for someone else too. So let's, please do share it. Absolutely. So if you're taking notes, listener, um, so the first thing, the, the, the first thing is that I need to understand that um, I, I read this, this wonderful thing once and it spoke about ego and um, ego, E-G-O, can either stand for edging God out or exalting God only. And so I'll say it one more time, it's either edging God out because you feel like you need to be in control, so you want him to take the reins, and that's when you start thinking that everything depends on you, okay? Um, or it's exalting God only to say, well, you know what? You know, what, what's the worst thing that, that can happen if I'm not enough? If I'm not enough, it means that God is called to, he's, he's drawn to my weakness so that he can become strong within that weakness. So the first thing before I even get to the steps is I need to see myself in relation to how God sees me and also to see if I don't feel I am enough, that's fine because God can sort out the areas where I'm weak. He can become strong so that he is exalted in it. Okay, so that's kind of putting it into perspective. So then the first thing over there is I meditate on that thought. I meditate. So number one is meditate. I access my source of strength which is the Lord, and then I set it up. <laughs> because when you meditate, you're not just doing this dipstick, dipstick um, Bible verses, you know, along, um, like I'll just one, two, three, open the Bible and see my eyes fall down. That's my God's message to me. That I used to do, <laughs> but it does not work anymore. <laughs> I need to meditate on his word yes. and see the context. And it needs to Set become... It needs to become part of who you are, you know, part of your DNA, actually. Yeah, flowing Absolutely. through your veins. Yeah. So number one is meditate, access to your source of strength and set it up. Number two is presence yourself. So once again, you know, when I'm thinking about all these things, I am distracted. I'm outside of my mind. When people say I went out of my mind, they actually meant it because they were not present within themselves to understand what is going on. So then once I've meditated on God's word and set up his strength, I then presence myself in the moment so that I realize who I am in relation to the problem that's in front of me. Okay. Um, and then I ask myself the question when I'm present, presencing myself, is this one of three things? Is it personal? 
Is it only happening to me or is it happening to everyone, especially with COVID around us, right? The second thing that I ask myself is, is it pervasive? Does it take over my entire life? Or am I just being dramatic? <laughs> so is it pervasive? And then the other one is, so it's personal, pervasive. Um, and oh, now, now I'm stuck on this one. Personal, pervasive. Um, is it permanent? So the situation that I'm facing now, is it a permanent situation, meaning I cannot go back? Or is it something that will be temporary? Because that helps me with my decision in that moment. Okay. Then the third thing is, um, if I'm going to do something, I do it for purpose, not for proof. I'm going to say that one more time. So if I'm doing something or if I'm experiencing something, I must do it for purpose. I look at it as myself in a bigger calling and I'm not going to do something to prove myself in the situation. Because I found that if I do something for purpose, it helps me realize that I'm on a path for God's glory. But if I'm going to do something to prove that I can do it, then once again, my ego needs to be in check. And when the minute I'm doing something for proof, it means that I'm trying to prove my worth and God has already qualified me. Isn't that something? So that's the third thing. Do it for purpose, not for proof. The fourth thing over there is kick comparison to the curb. You really need to go. And guys, <laughs> because when you are comparing yourself to someone else, then it robs you of your joy and your peace. Because the opposite of peace is not war. I think the opposite of peace is comparison. Because that's the stuff that can keep you up at night, right? Wow. So, so yeah. insightful. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's number four. Mm. We're almost there. Mm -hmm. Number five for me is develop a growth mindset. I said it before. It's like when you, are, when you have a fixed mindset, you feel like, oh my word, I can't do this, I can't do this. But if I develop a growth mindset, I don't know about you, Ingrid, but I found out that during this time of COVID, stuff like getting my business online, having um, Zoom calls for coaching, um, doing facilitation online, because I used to be out in a group face-to-face um, -face and I've had to learn all these things. And if I did not position my growth as a growth mindset, like I'm still busy um, growing, then it would have really put me in a corner. Um, but that happened for me for about three days where I cried in the corner. And afterwards, I brought myself towards myself and said, have a growth mindset. And it's amazing what happened then. And it's speaking so that's the fifth one. And it's speaking right into that sense of becoming that you spoke about. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's exactly that. Mm -hmm. Oh, girl. <laughs> it's the cocoon. Yeah. <laughs> and then the sixth, the thing that's the second last one that I've discovered is just start. Hashtag people, just start. Even if you start scrappy, don't worry about it because if you have a growth mindset, you will forgive yourself and you will move forward. Learn as much as you want to, but just start. Okay, that's it. And number seven, which is the last one for me, is appreciate others in the moment because when i appreciate someone else in the moment then it helps them shine and when they shine then i feel the radiation of their light and i shine too so then the the big thing about this imposter syndrome
is it puts all the focus on yourself and you go, oh my word, I'm under spotlight. But then if you actually take that light and you cast it onto somebody else, it is amazing what happens. So there's a power in appreciation of others. Absolutely. And that's the set of things that seem to have worked for me. Love that can work for you. I, I, I certainly hope so too. Just listening to you at the moment, Candice, is already just um, affirming certain things for me. And in other things you're saying, can you see the ingrate? Yes, you know that. Why aren't you doing it? <laughs> <laughs> it's calling, calling me out as well. But absolutely, those last two points that you uh, mentioned about just start it, um, I can so identify. I know I'm the kind of person I want to have things in a specific order. And then I find my comfort zone and I move forward. And I've realized yeah. it's, you know, you actually have to move whether you are comfortable or not and allow it to unfold. And that's certainly been a growth area for me personally. So when you, when you uh, mentioned that, it, it reminded me yeah. of that. And the second bit is, if you're making it all about yourself, uh, you actually bring out your weakness instead of um, bringing out what is good in someone else as well. And also mm -hmm. you know, the synergy that can happen there. So, yes, make it about someone else and not about yourself. And you will see how you can also overcome and become Wonderful, Candice. Thank you so much for for sharing your seven steps of how you um, have managed to transition yourself during this time period. And listeners, I'm sure and have no doubt that it will help you too. We're going to go to another song now. Um, and this one is called Look Up Child by Lauren Daigle. Where are you now? When darkness seems to end Where are you now When the world is crumbling Oh, I, I, I hear you say I hear you say Look up, child
Welcome back, dear listeners. We are listening, you are listening to Testify, um, and it's myself, Ingrid Carly Moses, and my guest this evening, Candace Hankey. And Candace has been sharing with us just, um, you know, the context of what many of us find ourselves in during this time um, that we are wrestling with in terms of our identity, in terms of our self-worth, in terms of what do we do in terms of this transitional time that we are all in. Mm -hmm. She mentioned the cocoon, Candice, lovely reference as well. Um, You know, a state of becoming, the state of transitioning. And I'm sure listeners, many of you can identify. And Candice also then shared with us just how she has um, developed or at least uh, uh, um, used these seven steps to help her through this process. Candice, I'm sure though you've got those seven steps that's helped you, that there are still some times when you have to pull yourself back and, and remind yourself, um, because it's not always that easy. I mean, you make it sound so easy, but I'm sure it's not always. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ingrid, you know it, girl. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's so e- it's, it's it's easy. It rolls off the tongue, mm-hmm. but when you're in the moment, you actually need to be held accountable. Yes. It's really nice to be able to have an accountability partner yes. or someone that you can actually share it with and 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 um and and help this problem with. Because mm-hmm. I think that um one of the things I, I call it, you know, it's like when you have a travel buddy. Um, you've got someone, and they sometimes work on your last nerve. <laughs> <laughs> You know, um, but it's, I think this whole thing around this imposter syndrome or whatever is that there's, there's this thing that constantly kind of journeys and pops up from time to time. Um, you know, just like a little cartoon character that just pops up when they should, really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And so, and they will pop up at the most inopportune time. Uh, you think that you've actually overcome something, but then it comes to visit you again, Ooh, you know? Yes. Um, mm. And if I think about like, um, I mean, Jesus in the wilderness, for goodness sake, mm. you know, he literally just came out of being baptized. You know, he was reminded about his identity, that he was the son of God. Um, all of these things happened. And then literally afterwards, he was placed in the wilderness and was tempted by Satan and was allowed to be tempted by Satan. And the interesting thing over there was that, you know, he was tempted, but it says he was tempted, but he did not sin. And the reason why I think he did not sin is um, because he quoted the word of God. And so what I find is that when I'm faced with these kinds of scenarios that pop up and there is a weakness or these moments when, when it's like tears by a window with a far off look thinking, Jesus, where are you? <laughs> you know, you actually have to, when you cannot, when your words are not enough, you actually have to quote or pray the word of God because that is where it all starts. It's That's the thing that shuts up the jabber monkey um, in the moments, you know? Yes, Candice, absolutely. Because if we, we're focusing on our own words, we can actually spin ourselves into a web and we get, mm. you know, stuck because those, as you were saying, when you started, the words speak life or death. And so as you are doing that constant churning around your own words, that's exactly what you can need yourself to. So yes, focusing on the word of God to get you through it is definitely good advice. Yeah, and and uh, to your point, I mean, we are not perfect beings, you know, um, and uh, 
but curse Clifford Sheldon often says, you know, um, we, we actually, we are not um, human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spirit beings having a human human experience, which means that if we see ourselves in relation to eternity, we realize that this journey will come and it will go. There's a beginning and an end to it, but our eternal selves are going to last forever. And so what is the condition of that? Because that's most important. But I can tell you these moments up until today where I think, oh my word, Lord, like um, financially, I mean, you have to ask yourself, like, I've never ever been um, hit as, 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 as hard financially um, as I, I am now. And that speaks to, like, where do I place my security as well, you know? So mm -hmm. those kinds of things are very important um, to actually kind of uh, reposition in our own thinking, um, Ingrid, because it's very easy for, for something like that to completely overtake you, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah, but I think that is why I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that God has brought me to a place where I can actually coach others because it helps me to also become accountable for myself within this moment so that I can see that, you know, through my accountability of, of, of acting what I'm saying I should do over here with steps, that that is something that I can actually offer and hold others to account as well um, because I understand the journey. Uh, so that is something that's that's quite quite amazing because um, because that is at all forms part of the bigger purpose for me. Yes, absolutely. Sure, you're speaking about you know finding your security in the Lord. Um, I, I'll be very surprised you know if they aren't most of us and most of the listeners that aren't going through that at the moment, uh, yeah. especially because uh, you know a big inf um, outcome of this pandemic has been the economic impact uh, on individuals. So regardless of whether you're a believer or not, um, yes, it's been really, really tough times. And uh, it is a matter of, of asking, where do we get our security from? And for me, <laughs> you're speaking, yo, Candice, I promise you, <laughs> so everything you're saying at the moment. And one of my, you know, when, when they say that, not the blind spot, but uh, my weaknesses, we were watching Jumanji last night, and you know, in the movie where they like, or in the game too, where they hit that button mm. on their chest and it brings up, this is your strengths and this is your weakness you know uh, seems to be all these strengths but this one weakness is that thing that gets you down you know that uh, one weakness if you end up in engaging or being exposed to that weakness it's that thing that can bring all those good things down and uh, i believe all of us have got that you know little thing that we have to grapple with and security a sense of security and where i get my security from is definitely one of those so thank you so much for that reminder and um, i certainly have had to dig deep in the word uh, to find my sense of security um, elsewhere and not in myself or in finances so thank you for that well bless you ingrid because i think the the amazing thing that you do do is and it's, it's something that people need right now is, is really just um, a re-establishment of hope in hearts. And I think that through your program, um, I really pray blessing over your program as well, because I think that this is a great platform. And, and you know, women, um, I find it, you know, sometimes, um, you know, women can, can themselves into position of comparison. Uh, I call it like the crab, crabs in a bucket scenario where they kind of pull each other down so that they yeah. stay in the bucket together. 
-hmm. But something I can say is you are a woman that needs to be celebrated because this is what you do for others. You create opportunities and platforms for them to be able to get to a higher place. And so I just want to, to, to just say thank you for the opportunity and for, um, yeah, and, and for the space that you create for others to really shine and for, for them to be able to inspire hope in other people too. So bless you. Thank you so much, Candice. And I thank God too, because um, listeners, you might know, and I know Candice knows as well, but some of you might not, is that at the beginning of this, this year, um, I was actually on the verge of withdrawing from Testify. Um, I was actually going to shut the program down. And um, through the prayers of others and the encouragement of others, I continued, and obviously my own prayers too, continued for a little while. And just before, a month before COVID, COVID-19 and the pandemic hit and we went into lockdown, um, I managed to have a conversation with Christu from Wordspread Foundation, which my listeners know because every second week, Christu um, and his team host the program, um, you know, and I um, uh, met them. And uh, through that engagement, they are now partners on Testify every second week. And this program has just grown from strength to strength mm. to the point that it is now available in podcasts too. And so listeners, here's my opportunity to remind you, yes, this program also is available on podcast. So uh, if you are listening via the radio this evening, um, please look out on our Facebook page for the link. And uh, it is on Anchor and you're more than welcome to share it with others as well. Candice, I want to give you the opportunity to tell the listeners how can they access you? What are your contact details and what is it that you offer? Mm, okay, thank you very much for that. Um, yes, so at the moment I am, um, you know, just getting all of my information and everything online and I'll be very happy to share um, my, web, my website information with you um, at a later stage because next week I'm going to actually launch it. Mm. Um, but in the meantime, if um, somebody would really like to get in touch with me, um, my I'm going to give you my my contact number, um, and it is 071-471-9688. I will repeat it: 071-471. 9688. And then also, if you would like to send me an email, you can send it to hello, H E L L O, at Candice Hankey, which is C A N D I C E H A N K E Y dot C O dot, ach, no, sorry, dot com. Not, uh, yeah. So I'm going to say it one more time. So it's hello at Candice Hankey dot com. Fantastic. And Candice, are you still doing the sessions on Facebook? I know you had quite an, uh, an active uh, Facebook live engagement as well. Yes, I actually, well, I did it for the month of July. I called it July Mythbusters <laughs> <laughs> Challenge, July, yes. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I was thinking of actually starting it up again in September um, mm -hmm. with just fresh new hope. So, um, so yeah, just watch, watch uh, the space and maybe if you want to catch me on, um, on Facebook, uh, Candice Hankey, um, then yeah, just send me a friend request and you'll be able to actually follow some of the Facebook lives that I do. It'd be great for you to join, join in on that as well. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Candice. Well, thank you for being an inspiration. Thank you for being vulnerable as well, uh, sharing your vulnerability in your testimony, but through that also bringing hope to the listeners. And thank you for availing yourself, Candice. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you too, Ingrid. You're an absolutely amazing woman. And just continue to, um, yeah, just be exactly who you are. Um, and I'm sure that every listener out there will also um, just uh, confirm that, that you have really uh, created such a beautiful space for them as well. Um, and yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Really appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you so much. We're going to end off the program now, listeners. I'm going to ask Candice to close off for us in prayer. And we're going to play out with a song called Faith over fear by Alana Vessels. Alana was a guest on the program two weeks ago and Faith Over Fear is her latest release that was birthed during COVID-19 and I encourage you too to look out for it on iTunes um, and also engage with her on her Facebook page. So thank you. Thank you Candice. Uh, may you close off us in prayer please. Okay absolutely. I would just thank you right now, Lord God, that you have given us a space and a time and that you've chosen us to be in a time such as this, Father. And Lord God, we can look around us and we can ask ourselves the question, why, Lord? Why me? And I think your response would be, why not you? Why not you for times such as this? And Father, I just thank you right now, Lord God, in the spaces that we find ourselves right now, Lord God. I thank you that will be an encouragement to those around us, just like a little drop in the ocean, Father God, that can create so many waves. We pray that people will feel that, um, that uh, responsibility to, to really make waves for you, Lord God, in a positive way, Father. So I just thank you right now, Lord God, that you will continue to bless this program, Lord God, bless Ingrid, bless every single listener, Lord God, that is tuned in tonight, Lord God, and that they may have the strength to overcome uh, their fear, Lord, so that they step out with absolute confidence, Lord God, not only in their own ability, but through you, Father. So I just thank you, Lord God, that you'll just touch every heart in your precious mighty name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Candice, and good night, dear listeners, and God bless until we get together again next week. And we're playing out with Faith Over Fear by Alana Vessels. Faith over fear, rain down your grace in times of trouble. We seek your face, peace unexplained. Pour out your love through desperation, Lord, cover us. A sound so new, a love so pure, we surrender our will for yours. We bow before you as a nation. Yeah.